Hello and welcome to Living the Wit Life with Wit Ministries. The ministry's leaders on this podcast are, with more than 20 years of experience in ministry and also as a public speaker, Jared Wackenfuss. Also with 20 plus years as an entrepreneur and a leader in the marketing industry, Troy Foster. And I'm Matt Russell and I'm the director of Walking in Truth Ministries or WIT Ministries. We're so excited that you're joining us here today. And as we discuss today's topic and how that can help you in living the WIT life. And welcome once again to another episode of Living the Wit Life. Uh, we're excited for what we have to share with you tonight. I am Matt Russell, the director of Walking in Truth Ministries, and I've got with me here Jared Walkenfoos. Say hello, Jared. Hello. Oh, oh Jared. Jared. Oh, there there slight, the slight there delay. The slight delay. Hello, there Jared. <laughs> hello, Jared. And then Troy Foster also with us today. Troy, the genius. Hello. hello. How are you? Such depth. And with us today, very white. Hello. Okay, so <laughs> welcome to... Welcome. Yes. Walking in Truths, Living the Wit Life. So um, we are probably a little bit um, amped up, I guess would be a kind of a, a great way to put it. Or we mild way. We just finished up. A an amazing men's amazing. pursuit for truth event this last yes. weekend. Yes, yes, yes. And I think that um, I mean, I know I had a little bit of time to decompress and uh, kind of relax a little bit, but this weekend was so amazing. I still think I'm just flying high. Just it was so awesome. Yes. Um, with oh, that, yeah. as I mean, since we can. Let's just talk about that for a minute. I'll tell you this. We're going to have uh, some other events later this year. And going from Pursuit 1 to Pursuit Pursuit 2, anticipating Pursuit 3. Yeah. I mean, God has just shown us that he's got huge plans for this ministry. And he is ready to take men and redeem them back to being men absolutely and i'm so happy that we get to be a part of that uh jared did you have anything you wanted to add to that god just showed up in such a major way and i can't even explain it there's there was just so many different um opportunities that we were able to participate in what he was doing that just blew me away and i was just super excited for the men who came to be participants as well as the men who I get to serve alongside with. I, I think once again, we came away with way more than what we poured out and yep. uh, God's just that way. That's what he does. When you go in, when you endeavor to just be a part of what he's doing, he's just a giver and he just fills you up and I'm pumped. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Troy. I mean, uh, there's not too many words that can, express what happened there uh it's it's kind of like trying to describe a haircut over the phone or try to give a haircut over the phone it's just it, you, you have to experience something like that and to, to use words like it was amazing amazing it was awesome it was 
transformal. It was, I mean, just everything that you can throw into it. It was that times 10. I mean, it just really was for, for the guys there. We saw massive breakthrough. We saw freedom. They left there as free men, as mm -hmm. men. They're no longer boys. They're no longer, uh, you know, emasculated <clears throat> men. They, they walked out of there as warriors, men, men of God. So it was, it was a great weekend. Uh, humbling that we get to, uh, you know, quote unquote, lead those things um, or just be the hands and feet of God and let him use us to uh, transform those guys' lives. It was great. Mm -hmm. I know um, we actually have one video testimony that I'm sure that we're going to share on the website and uh, you're probably going to, all the testimonies that we got, but you're going to definitely hear more about them. But this one in particular really um, just blew me away. And the fact that he talked about how his life was, he really felt like he'd arrived. Mm -hmm. He felt like he was happier, happier than he ever has been. He doesn't see how he could even have more joy. Yep. How He didn't want his life to change. He, he knew he was, God was providing, God was there, God was real. I mean, he knew everybody, great family, great everything. And he said that God shook him so hard. I mean, it wasn't a shaking that was violent. And I mean, I'm just saying, God grabs a hold of him. Yep. And he said, I was wondering what it would look like to have an encounter with God. And in fact, at one point he said, I never really felt that. I mean, I, I knew that I could sense God, but never really hear God. Mm -hmm. And then he said, now I know, Yep. period. I Without was a wrong. He said, I was wrong, and there is so much more happiness that I didn't even know existed. And he left a better father. He left a better husband. He left a better brother, son. That is why we do what we do. And that is so exciting why God does it. We just get to help and facilitate yep. and be the hands and feet, be the hands and feet, just like Troy said. So I'm excited for that. I figured um, we're going to have some of those men. Uh, just like we've already had, if you haven't listened, uh, one of our podcasts, we talked about um, how we're supposed to relate to our finances. That episode, we had uh, one of our former um, or last participants, he actually came and helped serve on this one. But um, uh, that was a participant giving his testimony. We'll probably have some of the other men that were on pursuit give their come on and be guests and give their testimonies. Mm -hmm. So um, just plug stay in tuned. yeah stay, stay tuned. tuned but wait there's more that's so right. that's right well we figured with all of that it was is a good topic for us to jump into for today today we're going to get into disciplined being disciplined and there's many different ways that we can take that and take it however you want but the way that we're going is we're going to look at um as christians being good, mature, authentic Christians, there's certain disciplines that we need to have. And there's a, a way that we need to be disciplined in those disciplines. That's too many disciplines. It's okay. There's one more. It's the title, disciplined. So <laughs> um, the question that I want us to toss around here in the beginning is just kind of getting a grasp from you guys. What spiritual or biblical discipline for you is a non-negotiable? It's just this has to happen or else, or 
uh, that, and then maybe some spiritual disciplines that are just so foundational. It may be the same things, so foundational for you and your walk. So why don't you kick it off, Troy? Yeah, um, this is definitely uh, one of those where it's it's where you have to search your heart. And when when I say what you know is a discipline of mine, what's foundational, you know, if it you know causes you to go, mm, ouch, you know, consider that, consider it. Don't just sit there and go, ooh, ouch, and that didn't feel very good. But actually, press in. Is that something that you should be doing? Uh, you know, when you hear Jared or Matt talk about theirs, just sit back and consider, is this something that I should add into my routine? So with me, <clears throat> pardon me, some of the um, foundational non-negotiable is, you know, when you go into Sunday school, um, someone said, you know, the Sunday school teacher says, you know, what is this? And everyone answers Jesus because they know they're going to, that's the answer every time in Sunday school. Well, this is kind of one of those deals, prayer. Prayer's foundational. It's 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 non-negotiable in my mind and in my life that if you're going to have a relationship with the creator, you got to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand that some people may struggle on the hearing part and the listening part, but it is definitely a non-negotiable. And there's many types of prayers. There's prayers of Thanksgiving. There's prayers of... <clears throat> Um, worship where you're you know worshiping in prayer there's tongues there's groanings there's all those different deals but but hands down number one thing in my mind is prayer to build a relationship with god and i will pass that baton on to mr foos that's really good i i like that one i'm gonna i'm gonna borrow that one for myself and uh, <laughs> right. you always steal all my good stuff troy i know and that's uh, why i had to go first so i sound like a <laughs> Knew what I'm doing. There you go. Well, <clears throat> to go right along with that, as far as, you know, the time that I've been walking with the Lord and been a Christian, one of the key disciplines that I've adapted um, into my routine has been just spending time in community. I know it's not normally on the top levels and the first ones, you know, and when you think about different disciplines, you know, read your Bible, go to church, pray, different things like that. But for me, community is right up there. And when I say community, I don't mean just being around other Christians. I mean, actually discussing the word of God with other Christians. And for me specifically, what really elevated my spiritual growth and my maturity and helped me to mature as a Christian was when I got around a group of godly men that would discuss the word of God, kind of like we're doing right now, just Mm -hmm. godly men discussing the word of God, giving their viewpoints and uh, listening to father God for ourselves, but also for the benefit of others. And when we would go back and forth, just um, discussing and reasoning out the word of God together, I was able to see some things that I wouldn't have been able to see on my own. And from that, it's really helped me to grow. And just um, a little bit about the discipline part of it. For example, I started attending different men's groups, men's Bible studies, men's breakfasts, um, different types of activities where it was like maybe weekly or monthly. And sometimes I'd go to several different ones. And for me, just having that accountability, knowing that, hey, I didn't have to go there 
but mm -hmm. I wanted to go there mm -hmm. because I knew it would be beneficial. And a lot of these things were happening early in the morning. And, you know, some people aren't a fan of getting up that early, but uh, you know, when you find something that is beneficial to you, you just do whatever you got to do to just make it happen. So yeah. for me, community is huge prayer. Of course, just like Troy mentioned is huge. And with that, I'm passing the baton to Matt Russell. It's and no, well, I just thought of this. It's the fuss and the Russ mm -hmm. or it's the Russ fuss. For those of you who are listening, my last name is Walkin' Foose. The last four letters are F-U-S-S. -S. Some people say fuss, but Foose, foose sounds much cooler. So anyway, that's what they're referring to. So just so you're not like trying to figure out what interpretation is that. And, you know, is, is that like a is Greek that Hebrew? or Hebrew? Yeah. It's yeah. German. Vulcan Foose. Well, there you go. Now you know. Matt. I have a question. Matt, what do you do? What, what is it question time? No, I guess I, it is. Well, let's, what's is the question? question. <laughs> so my question is, do you know anything that's related to walking foos? Is there some place where people might recognize that name? Yeah. My name is Jared walking They would know <laughs> who I am, but there is a candy company in Maryland called walking foos candy company. And I want to tell you right now, Troy, your eyes, I, I can see Troy because we're, we're doing this on Zoom and his eyes just lit up when I said Walking Foos candy, candy, candy. Right. And uh, there is a Walking Foos candy company. It's in Maryland and they have some, get this, chocolate covered espresso beans. For all of you people out there that want caffeine without having to use the restroom every five miles, <laughs> you want to get yourself some chocolate covered espresso beans. I'm telling yeah. you what, bam, zap, woo, wow. Those will get you going, man. And they taste oh delicious. Not just delicious, but delicious. Wakafu's Candy Company. Google it. You're, you'll be happy that you did. Anyway, enough of that, just, Matt. Just what you, about Martin. a discipline in your life for growing in the Lord? That's I think the that um, most of, I'll answer that about the discipline. Uh, uh, but then here in about five minutes, I think that we can give another plug or something else I know that we want to give a shameless plug for. But for now, we'll go into disciplines. So um, for me, I mean, re listening to you guys and um, listening to you guys, it reminded me of a scripture. And we, we all know it. And I'm sure I'm probably taking <laughs> one that one of you prepared. But Acts 2.42, there it is. You've got. They were continually the apostles. They were, they were continuing. Oh, sorry, the disciples were continually devoting themselves to the apostles' teachings. So they continued in Bible study. They continued in studying the scriptures, and then they also continued in fellowship with one another. That would be the community that he talked about. That Jared was talking about. To the breaking of bread, that really is community, having life together and having meals, sharing that together, uh, but also in recognizing the Passover, uh, they continued in that as well, and to prayer. So that, those are the four things that they made sure that they stuck with. And by doing so, God added to their numbers daily, those who were saved. So 
that, that's got to be a part of the foundation now so that's an obvious i mean for me that's a non-negotiable we have to be doing that we can't mm -hmm. be isolating ourselves we can't be pulling away we can't be saying it's not healthy i know so many people especially if they've had a church hurt a wound that they experienced while at church which by the way if that's you i'm i'm sorry that that happened to you i'm completely just um i'm i'm upset that that you went to a place where you're expecting to be shared love and caring and kindness and and instead they they didn't do that and they hurt you and so I, I'm sorry, that should never happen to anyone. But don't let the enemy let you use that as an excuse not to go in communion, to have community and fellowship with a body. Mm -hmm. We're called mm -hmm. to do that. Yep. And sure. we need to figure out how to deal with it correctly. In fact, Matthew, uh, in the, uh, the book of Matthew, Jesus tells them how they're supposed to do that. That's not for with people outside of the church. That's also people in the church. If someone hurts you, you need to confront them. You need to let them know, but there's freedom from that because you shouldn't allow somebody else to stop you from a spiritual discipline. Mm -hmm. There's so much more that you have out there and you're just not like, it's like, it's like saying, uh, you know, at one time I had a bad experience with peanut butter. Therefore I'm never going to have peanut butter again in my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Well, that's just a crime. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so <laughs> You should never do that. So for me, there's some, some more worship, worship. And really when I'm saying worship, a lot of people think, well, worship, that's just, that's just singing songs. No, that that's a part of it. For me, worship is getting in that uh, posture of full abandonment, basically saying, God, I'm taking all control and handing it over to you. That's worship. That can be done in prayer. That can be done in silence. That can be done also while singing or listening to music. But worship is foundational for me. Uh, giving. Giving is, that's non-negotiable. Yep. God's the one who gives to us. Therefore, yep. he asks for one thing. Continue that on. He said, if I can trust you with little, I'll, I'll give you more. Yep. But he also said that in the abundance you should be giving on to others. That's right. He, he didn't say, um, if you have a jacket, give it away. He said, if you have two, give one away. So out of the abundance, you share with others. And uh, that's foundational for me. And of course, reading the Bible. But one of my big ones, my quiet time. So in that quiet time, I'm doing a lot of these things. My quiet time would kind of consist of worship it would consist of reading the bible prayer that, that's important um so that's where i am with with those non-negotiables and just those are some disciplines that are are just found, so foundational that without those i think that we we leave ourselves with a gap now god can fill any of those gaps but i think that if I really, really want the best, I'm going to experience all of it. If I want a relationship with God, I want to experience the fullness of a relationship with God. I don't want to just pick and choose and say, I don't really feel like a salad. I'll just stick with this over here and that. No, get it all. 
every bit of what I can. Uh, Cause there's going to be some times that through circumstances, you might not be able to. Mm-hmm. And if all you focused on was say that, that your only discipline was just worship. And that's a good one. But let's say that was your number one biggest I have to. And you're in a certain situation where you can't have the music or you can't. Well, then you're stuck going, well, what else is there? But if you know how to read the Bible and pray, and if you know those other things that are in there, you can still have an encounter. Mm-hmm. But I kind of want to know this, and I'll start with me. Um, where, what do you think that for you, you need to work on? Where, what part of your spiritual discipline do you guys need a little bit more work on? For me, it's with the fellowship of others. I mean, it seems like I do have a lot, but especially with this pandemic going on, that was one of the things that was really attacked. So I think fellowship with others is a big one. And for me, it's more and more and more. That's what I want. That's where I need to focus. I need more prayer. I'm, I'm praying. I need more of it. I'm giving. I need to be giving more. I need to all of those things. I need that growth. So basically all of it. I'm doing it, but I want to be doing more. One of the things I was thinking about is we were, you know, checking off this list of, of different spiritual disciplines. You mentioned the word worship and um, little trivia. The first time I believe, unless I'm wrong, and then Troy will correct me. But first time the word worship is used in the Bible, I believe is when Abraham is going up to the, um, up the mountain to sacrifice his son, Isaac on yep. the altar. Yep. I mean, and, and it says that he, me and the boy are going to go up to worship mm-hmm. folks. He wasn't going up there to sing a slow song, right? He was exactly going up right. there to obey God. So I think the word worship in and of itself has a certain degree of discipline woven into it that we need to mm-hmm. be obedient. And a lot of times when you think about discipline or being disciplined, you think about correction, you think about, um, you know, punishment at times. I mean, discipline isn't all roses and rainbows, right? I mean, there's some things in discipline that are kind of painful and kind of hard to do. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about this list and and where could I improve? Well, probably all of them, to be honest with you. What do I need yeah. to improve the most? I'm not really sure, but I know that uh, one of the things that I am endeavoring to do is to study the word of God. And I said study for a specific reason, because in the Bible in second Timothy, second Timothy chapter two, verse 15, it says study to show, show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And in one version, it says rightly handling the word of truth. Cause there's a lot of people who, who will, uh, who will basically, quote the word of God and use it in a way that's destructive. And that's really not what we're called to do is to destroy people. I mean, I mean, you, you talked about the church analogy and I just want to just confess something to you. Um, Before I started hanging out with church people, you know, I used to hang out with a different crowd. I used to go into places that uh, some of our listeners may frequent 
I used to go into a lot of bars and here's what I found out. There were just as many people in the bars who were hypocrites. There's just, in fact, there was more physical fights in the bars than I saw in church. I mean, it's church at close second, but um, in the bars, you know, you can see a lot of physical fights. You can see a lot of verbal abuse. You can see a lot of lying. Yep. Hello. Yep. Lying. What do you do? I'm a pilot. No, you're not. You know, you're not a pilot. You're a newspaper boy. Anyway, um, whatever it is, there's a lot, there's all kinds of things. Boys. So it doesn't keep people from going <laughs> to the church. Yeah. So, I mean, to, for me to say things like, um, well, this person uh, did this or that, and, and that, that doesn't, it hasn't so far. And I don't believe it ever will keep me from going to church. Now I'm not, minimizing something that could have happened to you. But here's what I do want to challenge you with. God is a good God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And don't get mad at God for something another person did to you. Yep. Are there good churches, bad churches? Yeah, probably. But they're all made up of this similar ingredient. They all have people in them. So, I mean, that's just the reality of life, folks. So, Let's get over that issue and get back into fellowship with some other people because you need it. I need it. We need you. And uh, that's the only way that we're going to, you know, be better and be, and be disciplined and to, to, to grow and mature and uh, benefit one another. So where do I need to improve all of the above, but specifically the one that's kind of illuminating itself on the page to me is just studying God's word more. And with that, I want to know what area you need to work on the most, Mr. Troy Foster. Well, you guys nailed it saying that, you know, everything. <clears throat> and so it, if, if you've ever in your mind, you come to this point of like, yeah, I've got this all figured out. You're, you're at that point, you're going backwards. Mm. If, if you can ever just sit there and say, yeah, you know what? I don't really need to improve on anything. I'm, I'm good. Well, at that point, you're, you're pretty close to death because uh, you can only grow or decay. And so for me, just like you guys said, everything. Uh, I need to improve on every aspect of my worship with God and prayer time. Uh, but one thing that I, I don't know if I should say struggle with or it's just my personality and if that's just a scapegoat, but I am a um, introvert by nature. I'm a the best way of putting it, I'm a extroverted introvert. So I don't mind being on stage performing for people doing these different deals, but I, I recharge by myself. And so if, if I could just be on the, you know, side of a mountain by a river all day, every day, not talking to anyone, I would, I would totally be there. But for me, it is definitely that iron sharpening iron, going to church, being a part of a group that uh, pushes me that that expects me to not become stagnant that expects you know uh, the next step it's not just okay you're here i'm good you're good let's move on it's nope okay we've we've accomplished that you know recoup now let's move forward let's get better and so for me that's one of the major areas in the other area um i was challenged by a general of the faith and he had been praying this prayer for, I want to say 20 years. 
that he wanted to see the face of God. And it says that we should seek the face of God, just like Moses talked to him face to face and all these deals. And for me personally, whatever I have to do, um, if it's, you know, up my game as being a husband or up my game as being a father or getting in the word more or spending more time in prayer or fasting longer or whatever the case is, whatever he wants me to do, I want to see his face. I want to, I, I, I not, not pretend see his face. I want to see his face. And hopefully it's not him like, okay, you want to see me? Boom. And I fall down dead and now I'm in heaven. <laughs> and so now, yo, now I can see his face. No, but here on earth, I want to, I want to see his face. And so um, just a little personal thing that I've been working through the past six months, um, just a deeper intimacy with our King. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's good. And, and you know what it makes me think about guys is a lot of these different things that we're listing off, they're not necessarily easy. And um, I mean, sometimes when we start off doing these different things, um, Matt, you and I were discussing this just the other day, we were discussing sometimes when we start off doing these things, we kind of do them just out of a duty. I mean, isn't that right, Matt? I mean, and then it kind of progresses, you know, what can you add to that, Matt? It goes from being a duty, just something that we do. And uh, it progresses into something more than that. Oh, man, it's so fun to be with you guys. Yeah. Jared just said duty. I did say duty. On the podcast. (laughs) On the podcast. (laughs) This is a rated G podcast. It is. There's a pastor that I once heard talking about this, and he was uh, one of those pastors who likes to use the same letter for all of his points. And um, (laughs) Yeah, that was it. Yeah, go yeah. ahead and share with yeah. us. What was that? So it that? starts off with what you got to do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll say it. You got to do the duty first. That's what you got to do, folks. Yes. So whenever you but have it is a, a duty. discipline that you're right. struggling with. So let's say that it's reading the Bible and you know you need to do it. In fact, the guys in your men's group told you, well, for me, it's really best if I start the day. So I need to do it first thing in the morning. And you're thinking, I barely have enough time as it is. So you have to set your alarm earlier wake up which you're not used to doing you're dead tired you're so groggy and now read the bible that's not easy that's not easy at all but the thing is you do it in the beginning out of duty you do it on purpose just because you have to do it you're gonna do it it's just your duty to make sure that it gets done and you do that after a while. In fact, if you do something for, uh, I've heard so many people say different numbers, but it's somewhere between 21 and 25 days. If you do something every single day, it becomes a habit. It's no longer something you have to do. But then that duty becomes a discipline. And you do it because you are disciplined to do it. And then after a while of the duty becoming a discipline, You do that as a discipline over and over and over again. And eventually, you know, what happens if you're out of town and you wake up and you're, you're feeling like there's something I'm forgetting, you know, we've had that feeling, right. Where Mm -hmm. you're just like, I know I is that I leave the stove on. Was it the garage door? Something I'm forgetting. Maybe it's my kids. I don't know, but something is missing because that discipline has now truly become a desire. And now you're yearning for it. And so what once was a duty has become a discipline and then fully turned into your desire. You want 
to do it. You cannot feel like your day can start without doing it. Yeah. So that reading the Bible first thing in the morning, you become one of those guys at the men's group that's just like, let's do it in the morning and act like it's no big deal. Get over it. And you're like, that's not the way I operate. Right. Well, I used to be a night person. I mean, really, I would stay up extremely late and what I was a night person. Um, and then it was out of duty that I forced myself into being a morning person. And uh, it took some time. Mm-hmm. It took some serious time and a little bit of withdrawals of what am I doing awake in the morning? But there's a sun in the morning. Yeah. What is this? I've never seen this side of the sun. But um, eventually it got to the point where now it's like, I'm awake, I'm up, I'm going. It doesn't matter. I'm a morning person. I'm a night person. It kind of freaks some people out, but um, that's okay. God made me that way. So deal with it. But (laughs) you can take that duty, make it a discipline, turn it into a desire. Um, And for any discipline, any um, practice, any habit, anything that you would like to have more of in your life, just try to push through that process. Anything that you want to to uh, separate from, maybe it's like I want to eat less sugar. Oh, I don't want to say that loud enough. My <laughs> wife might be in earshot. Maybe I know I need to eat less sugar. Do it out of duty in the beginning. Yep. Just make it. I know I need to. There's gonna there's gonna be some struggles. Same same thing. It's just a process. Yep. But I know if we guys just really quickly, if you have anything to add to that one. Because you're in about three minutes. Three minutes is a a time that I want to do a very specific thing. So minute and a half. Jared, do you want to add to that? I do. I actually came up with another D while we were sitting here thinking about it. Okay. Okay. Uh And uh, I was thinking about this very act right here. Uh, A little while ago, I used to be a lot more active in doing some trail running. And it started off as just, I needed to do some type of exercise. And I started doing some trail running because I just came off of training for a marathon and ran a marathon. And I'm like, you know, I kind of want to get off the pavement. I want to get out and see some of the scenery. So I started trail running and then pretty soon that become a a habit and I had to get up and I had to run. And it was like, that's something missing you were talking about. It's like my day didn't feel complete if I didn't run a few miles and do something out there, get out on the trail. And then it became a desire. I wanted to get out on that trail. Mm -hmm. And then it went from being a duty to a discipline, to a desire, to a delight. I actually enjoyed it and I had a great time doing it and being out there. It's like, I, I couldn't wait to get out there. So that was the, the additional D that just popped into my head right there. There you go. You're Love welcome. It. Love it. Anything of another D, Troy? No, no. I oh. you, no. That's past my pay grade. Um, <laughs> one thing I, you know, I will I will touch on just real shortly. Um, just in the the way of the way we think, uh, the word habit. A lot of times people want to have a negative connotation of that. Uh, I was listening to a speaker a long, long time ago, and he was talking about how our brains work and how they will process something if it has any negative connotation um, that it it's a hurdle that we have to ha- hop over and one word you can do just to change just to tweak it a little bit is practice and then within that word practice you do the same thing you create a habit but it's it's 
you know that in practicing, you're going to fail. Because a lot of times people will think, well, I got to create this habit. But when I fail, I just quit. It's, it's, it's like a one time oh, I messed up. So it's, it's now over. But in practice, you know that you're going to mess up. That's what practicing is, is you're working through those mess ups. Mm-hmm. So in your process of, of you know, doing your duty, um, you go into practice, 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 practice. That's that discipline mm-hmm. part. And then it becomes that habit, that rut in our mind. That is the <laughs> quickest route um, of that process. So hopefully we're now in within that three minute time frame that you were talking about to do oh, this. Yes. Right. In, in fact, I completely agree with uh, what you said. And especially when someone talks about prayer, prayer is one that they say, I don't know how to pray. I don't, I don't know how to pray. And so um, just practice it. And sometimes that starts with just reading through scripture and reading scripture and say, God, I want this for me. Mm-hmm. I want this and just read the scripture for my wife. I want this for my kids, but then also going and reading some other people's prayers. Yeah. Read, read through some prayers as examples, yep. because like, if you play an instrument, most people don't start writing music for an instrument that they just picked up. Right. I mean, not everybody can be a savant, but um, that's could be a word to look up. Uh, Jared, but right. some I wrote it down. Okay, good. Anyways, <laughs> the way that you become a better musician is you start practicing with what other people have written yeah. for that instrument. That's good. But then, as you really learn the instrument, then you can start being creative and coming up with your own stuff. Yep. So same thing. So practice yep. is a big part. It doesn't start with a D, but I think daily, as it does. So daily practice. There we go. There we go. I got to tell you about something that was pretty exciting for us before we move on to this next segment. This is monumental. This is. So uh, the very first time that we had our our very first pursuit, uh, some of the leaders came in from out of town and uh, I introduced them to a, uh, a eatery establishment place that procures food in the Amarillo area and um, it was pretty exciting for them it was like some of for some of them it was their first experience and I mean it's it's amazing so this time on this event I had some leaders that said when is that happening again that's right I mean they were begging for it yep but that was um it, it it is a special thing for us but it is something that we pray for it is Spicy Mike's Barbecue Haven, and it was phenomenal. Jared, take it from there. I want to tell you people right now, if you are in the Amarillo, Texas area, and you have not Grace stopped. Yourself. Oh, yes. If you have not had the <laughs> Spicy Mike's experience. Guys, I'm getting goosebumps right now. That's right. I tell you what, we ate there twice, <laughs> twice. And, and I told the servers there, I said, hey, we're going to be back on Saturday. Just just know it. We're coming back. And they looked at me like I was crazy. And the first thing he said when I came back, one of them, he said, you're back. I said, I told you I was going to be back because they're not just making food there, people. They're changing lives. They are. I had this sandwich that was, it was barbecue that was made to perfection. I mean, I'm telling you what, it was so good. It's, it's spicy Mike, spicy Mike's barbecue haven. 
And let me tell you something, Pat. Pat, I would like to buy a vowel. I want to buy the letter E, Pat. <laughs> Vanna, show me the letter E because I'm going to place that letter E in Haven because it was heaven. Heaven. I mean, it was delicious. Spicy Mike's barbecue is the best barbecue I've ever tasted in my life. And I've tasted a lot of barbecue. It was delicious. I had the Justice for All on Saturday. And let me tell you something. The Justice for All is a mountain of meat in a sandwich. And it's spicy. It's delicious. But it's not the kind of spicy that burns your mouth and then you hate eating the rest of it. It's the kind of spice, spicy that just touches your lips like angels wings and it's so good it's the it's the I, coal I, from the altar oh come on come on can i get an amen brothers can i get an amen oh man. i wish i didn't live so far away i, have been I think purged. i would have a habit yes <laughs> my but, lips yes. Have been spicy Woo. mike's barbecue haven go there today yep yes, don't go there definitely. when they're closed because it'll be very disappointing yeah you can <laughs> kind of like trying to roll up on chick-fil-a on a sunday yeah and you get sad yep. spicy mics it's it's where it's at people it's where it's at yep. troy you had my house special oh yeah tell, tell us about it tell us about it. for those of you that are um on a dietary plan like i am um it 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 when you when you bite into something with this much i don't want to be irreverent but yeah it 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 produces a little bit of a glory i mean you you do appreciate the creator so much more when when your palate tastes this wonderful mix of beef brisket with the the peppers and mm. barbecue sauce oh and everything my. goes into it. Guys, you can literally order anything on the menu and you will not be disappointed. I know for me, I've had almost everything on that menu. And um, Spicy you know, there's sometimes I love the justice for all. It is, it's serious. And the macaroni, the spicy macaroni, so good. But this last time, actually I had uh, one of my original favorites, Ed's Special. And it is a chopped oh brisket sandwich with a creamy white cheese on it. And you think that just sounds weird. Well, no, go try it. Then tell me it sounds weird. It's on Texas toast and it is just put together to perfection. But also it's something that if someone doesn't really want, maybe they're just not as big of a spice fan, that Ed's special is, is so good. My wife, she always gets just a chopped beef sandwich. And then she pours, you know, a little bit of the regular uh, barbecue sauce as well as the spicy barbecue sauce on it, and she's in heaven. Uh, but yes. anyway, spicy Mike's barbecue—they are closed Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, just like really good barbecue places are. So you need to go Wednesday through Saturday and go check it out. Um, it's in Amarillo, it's on Western, and if you're anywhere in the neighborhood, I mean, like Montana, that's worth would, it. Right, get Detour. there. Detour. Get there. <laughs> thank you, Mr. That's it. Spicy Mike. That's right. Yes, thank yes. you, Spicy Mike's Barbecue Haven. Uh, you have unofficially sponsored our ministry. I love it. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. 
Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. So with all these disciplines... I mean, yeah. we've talked about how important they are. We talked about where we feel like we're, we're missing. We talked about giving a plan as to how to really do it. But the, the real thing is who's responsible for it. You know, on our, uh, one of the things that there's a um, pastor, Francis Chan, Francis Chan, amazing, amazing um, uh, pastor. He, he has a video that we saw on YouTube that's called, I'm not your Moses. Yep. I'm not your Moses. That video pretty much sums up a lot of this. And the fact of uh, Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn. You don't need to sit here and wait for someone else to go and handle the praying for you. Someone else to go and handle the worship for you. You know, those disciplines, you need to stop allowing or enabling yourself, because that's what you're doing, to have someone else do it for you. Yep. You don't need someone to stand in there for you. You need to. In fact, the question I have is um, really getting further down. Have you met with God today? Here's the thing. Why haven't you gone up to the mountaintop? That's right. Why haven't you approached the throne? You can. It's no one else's responsibility. It's yours. So for you as an individual and as a Christian, it's your responsibility to really take that on and to um, do everything that you can. Now, what are some, even though it's my responsibility for me, uh, just from you guys, what are some other tools and resources that we have? Like, um, well, one example, a brotherhood. How, how do those tools and things help us in our personal walk with these disciplines. Troy, crickets, <laughs> crickets, crickets. Um, I know like when I was in Bible college, it was, it was pressed upon us. That was the, the duty part. Um, and then the discipline of, of doing those things. But it's, it's in the, the group of people that I think is what really made it special for me because I could go, you know, okay, I see this scripture. What do you think? And I could bounce it off of people and not just have everything stay within my head. And so when I work through, like, let's say just a, a reading schedule, you've got you version and you can pick people to be a part of this little uh, this, you know, devotional setup where you can, you can go in, start reading some scriptures, start reading through um, some nuts and bolts of, you know, what to do in your daily life and then bounce it off of people. Because a lot of times when you try to read the Bible, it seems like it's a whole nother world or it was written on another planet because, you know, we don't have, we're not riding donkeys and we're not, 
you know, uh, last time I checked, you know, my donkey didn't talk to me type of thing. And so a lot of that can seem like it's a, just a different world, but when you can get out of your head and get with a group of people and start hashing out some of this stuff together in a daily devotional with each other, that's when it becomes a, an iron sharpening iron where you can start moving past uh, some of the immature thoughts that you would have as you're growing up. And on that note, speaking of immaturity, I will take over. So anyway, um, no, I'm just kidding. But, but really, I mean, there's a lot of areas where I thought I was mature. And then I found out as I started practicing some of these disciplines, I was really just a child and I needed to grow up. I needed to grow in certain areas. And, um, you know, we we're talking about the question earlier of ultimately whose responsibility is it for your growth? Well, not to get back off on the spicy Mike's train, but while I was sitting there in spicy Mike's, the sandwich was before me and it was my responsibility to pick it up myself. Mm -hmm. I uh, preached a message one time called pick up the fork. And what it meant was this, there's a buffet in front of you, but nobody's going to come along and spoon feed you. Now, when you're a baby, you're a child, there's a season in there where the mom or the dad, the person taking care of the little baby will pick up the spoon, do the little airplane thing, and then put it in your mouth. But if you're still doing that when you're 40, there's a problem. Okay. Yeah. There, there is an issue right there right now. It's time for you to pick up the fork. Now speaking to a group of men at a men's breakfast, I said, pick up the fork and you need to feed yourself. We're going to present some different resources in front of you, whether it's a version app whether it's an opportunity for you to um, be a part of a Bible study, whether it's an opportunity for you to, um, you know, search and find a great podcast like living the wit life or whatever it is. And listen to that for yourself, all those different things, whatever it is, you've got to do something. And uh, the question that Francis Chan asked on that video, have you met with God today? It just, it just kind of, comes back to that mm -hmm. it's about you and your relationship with god the disciplines that are out there will only work if you participate in them i'll give you an example i bought some of these vhs tapes yes i know that's dating me but back, back in, the, in day, the day i bought several of them i found them on a sale on sale right and they were the um i think it was called uh tybo okay with that mm -hmm. guy what's his name billy something billy Billy, Billy Banks, I think his name, I, I don't know. He's Billy the Tybo Mays, guy. He's the... It's an exercise thing. Right. Yeah. And it's like, you're punching and doing different things. Now, guess what? I watched those videos from beginning to end. And guess what? They didn't do me a bit of good. You know why? Cause I was watching them while I was eating popcorn and uh, I wasn't doing anything. Okay. It's the same thing with these disciplines that we've talked about. If you don't for yourself, do something with them. Hey, they're not going to benefit you. Right. So I don't know. That's just kind of where I'm at with this whole thing on discipline. It's not a, it's not a bad word. It's actually a good word. Mm -hmm. You'll eventually delight in it. You'll eventually desire to do these things. Just stick it out and just yep. begin do something. Do the work. That's do it. Work. And when you make a commitment to do this, just like, like, you these guys are alluding to 
you have to commit for a certain amount of time yeah. and it's it can't be i'll give it two days and i'll see what happens no you need to give it some serious time i mean three months mm-hmm. 90 days say so what if you did it for that what if you did it for 30 days yeah. what if you just for 30 days straight just said i'm going to focus on my bible reading discipline so i'm going to read from the bible 30 days straight that's great after those 30 days it's probably gonna be a little bit easier for you to go to 31 and on to 32 yep and the 33 but uh in those resources and things that we have available we also have some other podcasts that are that are available for you to uh plug in maybe it's something to where you don't know. Well, I've got uh, another podcast, Our Daily Portion by Walking in Truth Ministries, by Whit so Ministries. Good. So good. You can actually just go and listen to that. And I'm, I'm following a specific Bible reading schedule, uh, which actually is phenomenal itself. But anyways, so I'm reading through the, the Bible and um, mixing it up. So you may have, like right now, we're finishing up uh, we're about two thirds of the way through Exodus. So I'm reading Exodus, but then I'll break it up and then I'll go to an Ecclesiastes on a day. I'll go to the Proverbs on a day. I'll go to Psalms. I'll hit Gospels. I'll hit the prophets and then I'll come back. So there's it's going through, but all of the ones for a week from Friday all the way back to the next Friday, those kind of follow the same theme. Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of keeps it really close into where for a week you can focus in on something uh, a good um similar topic for the whole week but all i do is i read it and then i share a little nugget from it basically something that jumped off the page at me or something that i love something that i've interacted with or the holy spirit has really drug me through in that scripture and then i say a prayer and then you're done so you could do that on your drive time to and from work Yep. Um, to or nice. from you can do both that'd be great but you could also do it just in the morning uh, i don't know what your morning schedule is like but you can just say hey let me go ahead and push play on this podcast and then you're you're starting to get those words you know um peter and paul they had a discussion they had a discussion about how they're supposed to handle new believers yep that was a big one they said how how do we do this do we go ahead and we circumcise them i mean that's pretty important and there's a big discussion about it next we we're talking about well, you must circumcise them first. And they go, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Why up. do you start uh-huh. there? Right. Let's just get them in there listening to the scriptures first. Yep. Let's look at the foundational things first. And then through that process, I don't have to be the one who shows them what they need to be doing because the Holy Spirit can convict them and what they need to be doing. And he's better at it than I am. And uh, no, I'm not saying that listening to my podcast is going to lead to your circumcision, but I am telling you that it can lead to a circumcision of the heart. Oh, there you go. Because you just, just spend the time in those scriptures and then maybe you get that habit down and then you start saying, man, I loved this morning when I, you know, listened to whatever scripture it was. In the afternoon, I want to sit down with my family and I want us to read it together. That's good. Well, great. You can share my nugget with them. I don't care. Or you can begin to practice that to where all of a sudden there's something jumping off the page at you. Yep. And then pray over your family. Just mm-hmm. think about 
you know, five years from now, what your life would look like if we start that now. So that is our daily portion by WIT Ministries. You can search uh, for any of those or Matt Russell. Um, and then that's M-A-T-T-R-U-S-S-E-L-L. -L, for those of you who can't see my screen. Mm -hmm. so you can go and search for that and then that'll give you an opportunity to start just somewhere with the discipline mm -hmm. but i'm not saying that that uh that podcast is your only answer you need to get around some other people absolutely Co community is a big deal just like jared was talking right. about yep. go if, you, if you're part of a church and you've been plugging into the church but you haven't really been plugging it see if they've got a women or men's ministry See if they've got someplace, young adults or something, married, it doesn't matter. Go and find out if there's someplace outside of Sunday morning to where there could be some activities you can get, to get, get together. And if the church doesn't have one, well, start one. Yeah, right. start one. Start one. You, you could very easily just get a group together and guess what? Our daily portion, we're going to have a reading every single day. Just use it for whatever you want, but you mm -hmm. need to have that community, okay? Yeah. So um, the, the last thing here is, is this. If you need some help in this process, I understand sometimes it's just where to start. We know that we need to start. It's just not really having the support around us or the, the direction or, or a clear picture as to where to start. Reach out and let us know. Mm -hmm. I we would be more than happy to give you some some good direction as to how to do that and every bit of support that we can to do that it doesn't matter where you are in the world um because right. i know now we're in senegal and kenya and ukraine and sweden and so many places puerto rico we're all over the place please reach out it's witministries.tx at gmail w-i-t-ministries.tx at gmail.com. Just drop us an email and um, we'll get back with you and we'll see if we can help you. Well, I'm not going to see. I'm going to make sure that we can help you start on this path of discipline. Discipline is, is not a scary word. In fact, here's a big root. I know someone who, who's a big fan of discipline because he had a lot of disciples. That's right. That's Let right. us help you to be discipled by Christ. So thank you for your time tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to next week's episode and we, we appreciate all of your support and all of you listeners plugging in. And we hope that you have a blessed week in living the wit life. We love you. Thank you for joining us today. You are the reason why we do this podcast and you are truly a blessing to us. We would love to hear from you. Whether you'd like to comment or ask questions about this episode, give us ideas for future topics to discuss, or if you just need to reach out and hear back from one of us, you can do so by leaving us a message from the podcast or by going to walkingintruthministries.org. And then you could also send us an email at witministries.tx at gmail.com. That is wit, W-I-T, ministries.tx at gmail.com. And finally, it would be a huge blessing to us if you would like our podcast and go to our Walking in Truth Facebook page and by liking us there too. Again, thank you. 
and God bless.